Hello again, and welcome to the Master's Voice. I'm Celestial, and you are welcome to this channel. To old and new subscribers alike, you are very welcome. I just want to go over a few basics here. Um, if you're a new person, welcome to the channel. It's a blessing to have you. I pray that as you go through these videos, the Spirit of the, of the Living God will reveal to you the truth of the things that you hear. The purpose of this channel is not to cause fear, whether you're a new subscriber or old subscriber. The purpose of this channel is so the voice of the Lord can speak to his people in this current era, an era that thinks that God doesn't talk to people anymore. God's prophets are all dead in the Bible. God doesn't have a voice anymore. The Lord says that in the last days, Joel 2 and 28, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh and the sons and the daughters will prophesy. God also says that the end of days will be a time where he is going to open the eyes and the understanding of the church. And how is God going to do that? In multiple ways, God is going to communicate to his people always and primarily through the word of God. No word, no communication, no word. You are leaving yourself open for deception. You are leaving yourself open as prey for all these predatory false prophets that are making quite an interesting game of it here on YouTube and in other places. No word, you will not be able to discern what is true and what is false. Why is this? Because the word of God built up in us is first and foremost a keeper. The word of God is a keeper. It is a fence. It is one of the primary gates that God has given his church, not only to know how to recognize his voice, but also to be strong and to know how to build up and keep up faith. So if you're not in the habit of reading your Bible on a regular basis, I cannot stress strongly enough that all strength in Christ, all growth in Christ, and all understanding of matters, Christian and Christian prophetic starts in the word of God. So this channel is here to bring the living voice of God to his people. It is not a place where you may like the content, but then last I checked, Ezekiel and Jeremiah did not have to worry about content feedback. They were not content creators. That is something that a lot of people can actually learn from, that the true prophetic word of God is not content. It's not being created by anyone. It is the direct download and understandings that the holy God is giving to his last day's church to prepare us for the times that are ahead of us. So if you've been following this channel for a while, if you're paying attention to the videos, if you're actually listening, this is actively listening. You're not listening because um, you're trying to quantify, well, what is this? You're listening to actually learn, understand, and absorb what God is telling us and teaching us for these times. Then you will soon come to understand that it's very important to hear God's voice on a normal day, but when the dark day, the difficult day, the evil day is coming, you know, then it's even more important to be able to hear God. So if you're new to the master's voice, you're welcome. You can make use of the playlists. Um, the playlists are actually very helpful for you if you're new because the playlist is where you can find curated information following one theme or one vein of thought from the beginning of what God has said about that matter until at least the most recent prophecies that I have on it. So I'm working as fast as I can to update the blog. The blog itself is where I always advise everyone to go. www 
the-masters-voice.com. That's the blog. And if it's not coming up that way, then you put in the Master's Voice Prophecy blog, and it'll be sure to come up that way. And you can read these prophecies for yourself. I guarantee you, you read this, it stays with you longer. You read this, the day that the channel is not there, the blog will still be there because the blog won't be irritating the so-called censorship overlords. And then you'll be able to deeply understand what God is saying and you retain it for longer. Trust me, the people who read the blog, I can definitely tell the difference. Let's put it that way between those who read the blog and those who just, uh, wait for videos. So what else is there? Subscriptions. Um, people are saying that they're not getting notifications. Please understand that I don't really have anything and in control over that. If you subscribe to the channel, then you click the, the subscribe button and then to get notifications, you can get some notifications by clicking the bell once. But if you click that little bell twice, then you're supposed to get all notifications. However, like I said, bearing in mind the primary platform that I'm using, YouTube. YouTube regularly unsubscribes people. This is not, um, this is not a secret. Anybody who's been using YouTube that's following any channel that's talking about things that are not acceptable will know that occasionally the algorithm will sub unsubscribe you so you won't get notifications. You won't know when there's videos. You have to at least keep your eye on your field. If you know that there are thieves out there, such as YouTube, then they will regularly try to rob you of the truth of God's word. So you need to check to see that you're subscribed. I'm not saying that you need to be you know, extremely focused on it. But if you're wondering where the information is, sometimes it's not there because you've been unfollowed. It has nothing to do with me. Um, I'm here when I can make it. So if you want to know anything else about the channel, all information for all videos is always found underneath every video. So if you just look down there where it says the master's voice in that little grayed out balloon, click the little V next to it and it drops down everything about the video you're watching. It drops down. Um, if you want to support the ministry, it drops down a little blurb about the video. And then without further ado, let's get into it. I'm continuing with this extremely blunt series of prophecies that the Lord has given me. So I guess I knew this day was coming, but now that the day is here, these prophecies, um, they go, they go to the heart. They pierce to the heart. I said that these prophecies are not easy for me to receive. They're definitely not easy for me to get on camera and talk about. So as we're going through these things, please understand that there's no clout in this for me. God is naming people. God is pointing to people who indulge in the sin of sodomy. And here are a few things the Lord says before I get into the prophecy. Sodomy, this is the act of having sex in the anus penetration by the male sexual organ, um, or by females wearing apparatus that enable them to perform as males. Sodomy is a sin against the Lord. So I just want, want it to be clear here that here on the master's voice prophecy blog, this is not America. So this little piece of ground here is a place where the word of God is foremost first, last, middle, and paramount. This is not America. So this is not a place where um, you can come and you can say, well, you know, I hope they're going to observe political correctness and we should be more inclusive. Here on the Master's Voice Prophecy blog, sin is sin. The sin that has always been sin before I was born, sin that was in the day of Noah, sin that was in the day of um, Abraham, the sin of sodomy was alive and well at that time because Lot in his 
endless wisdom, went to live in the town of Sodom that was just next to the town of Gomorrah. And in fact, in that area were five cities next to each other that all used to practice all manner of aberration. And this is why when God decided to judge them, he sent judgment on the five cities and only one of them was saved because that is where Lot ran to. Um, sin doesn't get a makeover here in the master's voice. There's no time for that. Um, the Lord did not call me to, to exemplify political correctness so that America can feel comfortable when he's speaking to them. Understand that on this channel, if you feel a little uncomfortable, you should actually be happy that you've come to a place that will tell you the truth because this is a generation that not only hates the truth, but has lost the ability, apparently, to identify what is real and what is false political correctness or what is catering to feelings. So uh, sodomy is a sin against the Lord. This is what the Lord says. Homosexuality, he says, whatever name you want to call it by any other name, same sex, alternate lifestyles, um, preferences, homosexuality, it is an abomination to God and it perverts the Lord purpose in creating sex and marriage. So sex, we all know what that is, at least hopefully we do. And sex is only to be practiced in marriage. And following up on what I just said, marriage is the covenant, the witnessed covenant and agreement between a man and a woman in which they become spouses. And they also then become one flesh. They share um, singularity of soul, singularity of spirit. And with time, if the marriage is lived well, these people will come to share one mind, almost one thought. People say, oh, we finish each other's sentences. That is, that is the outcome of the seamlessness of joining between man and woman until you become the image of one thing in the eyes of God. So homosexuality, same sex, this was never intended by God. It's been a sin since the days of Abraham. It's been a, a sin um, throughout history. And just because the United States of America is now the nation of prominence, it is now the most famous nation in the world, I'm sorry, America, but you don't actually get to redefine what sex is. You don't get to redefine what is righteous and unrighteous. And you don't get to say that inclusiveness is necessary to the abrogation of God's law. God's law cannot be removed. It will never be taken away. And so um, the Lord said that there are powerful repercussions for perverting his purposes. And I think there is already a video on this channel that is called the penalty of error in the body where the Lord shared his own words that the penalty of error in the body is the punishment that comes upon all those who break the laws of God in sexual morality, which is sex outside of marriage. You will get diseases, you will get pregnant, you will get sick. But also in these final days, you will also just get dead. The spirit of the living God will take your breath. People will be judged. They will fall prey to spirits, demon entities, powerful entities that will abuse them in their flesh. It will be like having a very horrible monkey on your back, except that this will be one that you can feel that will be taking sexual liberties with you while you are asleep. I'm speaking of rape, just so that it is clear, while you are asleep and also while you are awake. So this will be taking physical liberties with you by an entity that you cannot see. You cannot see it but you will certainly feel it without your consent. Penalty of error in the body is also going to be sicknesses. And one of the things that the Lord was um, bringing to my mind before I made this video was 
This sickness that I did not know the name of it at the time, I spoke of this disease in either 2019 or 2020 saying that I was seeing at the height of COVI dash, you know what? I was seeing hard white bumps on people's bodies, hard white bumps that were so painful that when the doctors were trying to examine people, people were flinching and it was hard for the doctors to examine them. So I did not have a name for that, but now we see it springing up. And now we also see, um, I think it's Marburg, um, springing up. And the Lord just spoke of that, I think in June or July, we see that springing up and that is coming up exclusively or almost exclusively in certain communities. And so the penalty of error in the body will be different forms of punishment that will come across, come upon people as they shamelessly continue breaking the laws of God. Today's prophecy is called the sodomy ritual part three. It is yet the same continuation of the prophecy I received on the 4th of July, 2022. And this one is called the sodomy ritual part three, the dirt of Hollywood. So I will be naming the names of the people that God said has done these rituals. We will be discussing the things that God has revealed to me. Please understand that this information has not come to me by reading um, newspapers or popular blogs or stuff like this. This was all stuff that the Lord gave to me in one huge data dump, one huge download on a day that I had taken the day off and I just said, you know what? I'm, I'm going to worship the Lord. I'm not working today. I'm not doing anything. This is all about you and me, God. And I spent time in the word. I spent time singing to the Lord. And as I was singing, 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 I came to this place where I felt that I was just so lifted, so flying. I shared it in the first video. And I said that there are times when you climb the mountain of God, when you press into the secret place of God, you will know that you, that you are in his presence. You will know that he is there. And I said, I felt the Lord coming to me, you know, just could feel he was coming. And I was like, oh, I hope when he comes, he will tell me things about my life and my future. And it did not go that way. The banner scripture is this, and have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. For it is shameful even to speak of those things which are done by them in secret. But all things that are exposed are made manifest by the light, for whatever makes manifest is light. Reading this scripture, it's Ephesians chapter 5, verses 11 to 13, and it reminds me of a very similar prophecy to this one. I'm actually going to link it in the comment section so that you can go and read that one. I remember when God was showing me this stuff, this very stuff that people do, but in the political world, he wasn't showing it with movie stars and actors and basketball stars and footballers. He was showing it in the political world. And I still remember someone came and they were so offended and young lady, you just, how can you speak about these filthy acts? And, and, and the Bible says that you just, you, sh it is shameful to even speak about those things. And I'm just like, you know, it's, it's so tiresome with Christians. If you're going to quote scripture, then quote the whole thing. Cause the Bible says, yes, it is shameful to speak of the things that they do in secret. But then it says, expose the unfruitful works of darkness. And it also says, Everything that is exposed can only be exposed by light for whatever makes manifest. That means whatever exposes or uncovers something is light. So then if the light is coming and you're trying to rebuke the light, that's basically saying, no, let the darkness continue. Thank God that God, God decided not to let Jeffrey Epstein continue. Thank God for people who actually speak up 
and expose these things so that they can come to light and the unfruitful works can at least be pruned a little bit. So um, God was talking about certain celebrities that will lose their life. I covered that in the religious prophecies where God was exposing what they do, that a lot of them take part in the sodomy ritual. They sleep with people in the backside. They molest their church members. The Lord said, and I will not stop repeating this because it is still shocking to me weeks later, celestial, the church of Jesus Christ is greatly gay. I'm writing the prophecy and I'm thinking, does he mean greatly gay as in a great shocking number? Yes. He does. The church of Jesus Christ is greatly gay. God has been telling me that the number of people in the church, male and female, who are either curious about lesbianism, practicing lesbianism, curious about same sex, actually practicing same sex, struggling against it, or just out and proud and going to one of the more accepting rainbow churches is a shocking number. I just put up a prophecy where he said that if people knew the actual number of trans people, the actual number of men who privately cross-dress or dream about being able to cross-dress, that it's people's fathers, their brothers, their boyfriends, someone's fiance who might be watching this. He said that as Americans, we would scream, we would faint if we knew the true number. And it reminds me of what I said in a recent video that people don't actually know how far gone this is, that it's like a tree that has been eaten up from the inside, that if you knock on it, it's hollow because the tree is actually dead. It's just standing there. And so if you're wondering why God has an interest in exposing these things, it's because God always goes first. God is not going to wait for CNBC or whoever BC to reveal the fact that rituals go on in this country in almost every higher echelon of society. You think about the banking world, think about the sports world, you think about any world that you want, music, entertainment, even anything, anything, even higher education, even in the professional world, even in law enforcement, people are conducting rituals and people are engaging in same-sex activity. The words, word of God says, God will bring every work into judgment along with every secret thing, whether it be good or whether it be evil. And that is Ecclesiastes 12 and 14. And so on the morning of July 4th, 2022, Yah spoke to me about some things and my heart it literally was turning away as the Lord was going deeper into discussing these things. But this is what the Lord said. The Lord said that the singer known as Beyonce is going to die. So God has said a lot about this woman. I have not even published everything because of time. I will publish it when I have the time. So these are the things the Lord said, and these are the people he named, and these are the visions that I saw. Beyonce will die. All the people I named to you will die and be taken away. Tony Evans, T.D. Jakes, Creflo Dollar, Joyce Meyer, Benny Hinn, and more will all pass away. They will no longer be a snare to the world or a trap for people. Even the church follows them blindly, yet they are in witchcraft and occultic brotherhoods, sacrificing people to their demon gods. I will strike them and remove them all. All of them will die. Write down what I say.
And so now we begin to go into the different aspects of why the Lord will judge people, what, why the judgment will come, what, what people do, what do these people do? What have these people done to invite such strong judgment from the Lord? The first thing he said is whoever sacrifices people will be punished. That one is an idolater and a murderer. They shall be taken away. This habit of sacrificing a living human being for a ritual must stop for it is a diabolical way to receive occultic power. And the result is the destruction and the removal of a whole human life that I made. Kanye West has done this. He will be punished for it. So what is this ritual sacrificing of a human being? To those who are more familiar with music culture, rap culture, this should not be very surprising to them. Even I think people in the, in the movie world are, um, are accused by many of doing this. And God says it is a diabolical way to receive occultic power. Now, if you tie this back biblically, there's a law that God made, or there's a stern warning that he gave that basically is a law. It's part of do, no one shall commit murder. And what God was saying to them is that you shall not make your son and your daughter pass through the fire. So to make your child pass through the fire is basically to turn your child into an offering to the God Molech. Molech was, I think, an ancient, I think it was a Moabite God that was usually represented by a huge owl or usually a really big bull. And the bull would be made of iron. So it would be this massive bull sitting with its hands out like this two iron hands. And what you do is you put a lot of fire and coal and wood into the belly of the bull and you set that stuff on, fi on fire and you let that huge metal statue heat up to cooking point. And then people would come and put their newborn infants in the hands of that God Molech, and they would sacrifice their children and they would be asking the God here, I've offered you a baby. And what I'm praying for is that you would make me rich or you would make me famous or you would make me what, whatever the petitions that people have in their heart when they come to worship idols. And so this is a practice that goes on in the entertainment world, whereby people agree that their family member will be a payment for them to receive fame, wealth, and also spiritual power. Please don't think that the only thing that these people are getting is to become more famous or to become more wealthy. No, there are very real transfers of power that take place. And what happens is a lot of these people then become irresistible. So you're watching them in the movies or you're watching them in concerts and you're screaming like in Michael Jackson, who is also membered in, mentioned in this prophecy, like in most of Michael Jackson's famous appearances. And you don't understand that people have actually engaged in transactions behind the wall or behind the veil such that when they come out, then people are like, oh, screaming for them. And, but they're casting spells and they're making human sacrifice. This is basically human sacrifice. And biblically, it's not only, um, offering up your children to Molech, you know, which is also equal to abortion nowadays, but people used to sacrifice their children. They would kill their firstborn or kill their lastborn in, in, idolatry as a sacrifice to an idol in order for their kingdom to continue strong. And basically this is because 
Satan requires blood. So Satan wants to see blood. Even people who engage in witchcraft, even people who go to the marine kingdom, who go to these mermaids and these underwater gods for power, the way that you pay them is with blood. And so God says, whoever does this, whoever sacrifices people in order to get occultic power or in order to get fame and wealth, he will punish them. And the man Kanye West is one name that the Lord named. So before I go further in this prophecy, I just want to say that the things I'm speaking here have been revealed to me by the Lord. So please do not come and ask me, but what about so-and-so? He did it. If you know so-and-so did it and you want to leave your comments, you go ahead because I am not the comment section police. Like I said, I just don't have time to read all the stuff that people write. But please do not ask me, how come God didn't tell you this? Or how come God didn't tell you that? I think that this is a really disrespectful habit that people have that they just need to stop. When the Lord says what he says, then he says what he says. If you know more, well, then good for you. But please don't ask me as if I'm going to go back and say, oh God, you know, the crowd isn't happy. The crowd wants more because I just don't disrespect the Lord in that way. And so this is what the Lord had to say about the sodomy ritual. The sodomy ritual makes people bleed. And one of the people that the Lord says bleeds from the backside when this is done, because I will explain how it is done, I'm not leaving anything out here, is Beyonce. Write these things that I told you about Beyonce and that she bleeds from the buttocks. That blood is sacrifice blood. It is the evidence of her sacrifice to the Baphomet God. And many of them have poured it on his feet, male and female. Kevin Hart is another person who has poured it. Many of them make that sacrifice. So the Lord says that these people are sodomized until they bleed because the blood has to come out as evidence of loyalty and fidelity to the gods that they are worshiping. In so many of the prophecies that I have covered on the master's voice over the last two or three years, God always says that America has her gods. So it's, it's not just the visible gods of, you know, the movie stars and the basketball stars and the NASCAR stars. And even the science community stars, such as Dr. FAU, you know who. Um, it is about the fact that there are a pantheon of gods closely associated with the founding of this nation. So whereby people think it was founded on freedom and liberty for all, it was not. It was actually founded on Freemasonry for whoever had the brotherhood tags to be part of it. And on top of that, there are powerful gods here that God is always talking about their insatiable lust for blood. They demand so much blood that in the prophecy, blood to drink, God showed me the altars that are scattered all over America and they were gulping and saying, give us blood. We want blood. Give us blood to drink. And then God was showing me how people go missing all over this country that there is a nonstop human trafficking machine in America that steals men, women, children, even infants, because these, these gods demand incessant blood in exchange for any and everything they give this country. So it goes all the way from the head, all the way from um, the authority structures, all the way from the leadership, all the way down to the common man 
all the way down to the ordinary people who sexually molest their children and their children bleed, all the way down to the 11-year-olds who are hot for sex and they find their 19-year-old boyfriends and give him their virginity and they bleed, all the way down to the women who are sexually active during their time of the month, that blood, all the way down to the wombs that are constantly cutting children out, that blood, all the way down to the homosexuals in their first times, that blood. All that blood, God says, will be collected into what he calls America's cup of drunkenness. And I described that cup of drunkenness in the prophecy, blood to drink. So this sacrifice blood, the Lord says that Beyonce does bleed when this is done to her. And the Lord says that this, um, this ritual is not a one-time thing that has happened. The man, Kevin Hart, the Lord said that he's done this at least three times. And each time you do this ritual, you're going higher. You're accessing higher levels of fame. You're accessing higher, higher levels of exposure. So this is what God has said. He said they're sodomized until they bleed because the sign of the blood is their loyalty and fidelity to their God. The Lord says that Beyonce is a very high class witch and she's a kind of occult whore. So an occult whore is basically that high level woman, that high level sex priestess, if you will, who because of the fame that she has and because of the level of exposure and because of how much worship comes to a person out of the general population, when that person engages in a sexual ritual, more power is released than if an ordinary person just tells her boyfriend, I read about this in a spell book that I bought from Walmart. Why don't the two of us get together? Um, this weekend and try it out. I'll be the priestess and you'll be the priest. And the two of them go off and do it. Not at all. When a person who is a high class occultic whore engages in these rituals, there is great and abundant power released. If you're wondering about it, just go all the way to, um, I think it's James chapter five, where it says the effective and the fervent prayer of the righteous avails much power. The problem with Christianity today is that they think, Christians think that we're the only people when we pray to our God, much power is made available. I'm here to let you know that um, the witches are fasting more than the Christian church. Christian church is like, oh no, when I fast, you know, I switch off my phone and I go off social media because of course that's what Noah and um, Daniel used to do. That's what they used to do. They used to switch off their social media and call it a fast. Fasting is denying your body food and if you are strong enough, in some cases, liquid for a time period in which you humble and abase this human flesh to seek God's face. So the witches know all about fasting. The witches know how to fast without food and water for three days. And then after that, when they make their request to their God and say, I hate her, I want her to drop dead. All of a sudden you've got 175 fever. The doctors don't know, about, know what's wrong with you. And if a strong enough Christian does not intervene on your behalf, we're surely going to bury you. So the witches know what is up in the areas of fervency, prayer, fasting, focus, and appealing to these other dimensional creatures that they serve. But in the church of God, you ask someone for a 24-hour fast, and they're looking at you as if you said that they have ugly children. So the Lord says that this woman is a high-class witch, and that she has not repented, and that she has no remorse. So, um, and that's the thing. I say these things because I, I know Christians. I know Christians. I, I, I say this even when I used to, um, when I used to counsel people, 
People want to act more merciful than God. So we have no idea who's going to repent. And this is why it is good to keep an open mind and an open heart when it comes to. But then there will be some people that God says, this person has no repentance. This person is, is directly my enemy. Modern day Christians, if you took them back to the Exodus, they would be standing there and saying, Moses, you're very judgmental because you don't know Pharaoh's heart. You don't know Pharaoh's struggle. I know that Pharaoh is openly cursing your God. And I know that Pharaoh is openly oppressing God's people. And I can see Pharaoh openly defying the living God, plague after plague. But still, Moses, you don't know his struggle. Moses, don't judge. So as I'm bringing out these prophecies, I'm bringing out exactly what God says. You want to go and pray about it, you're welcome to. But I'm not going to overstep the Lord's authority or anything he says. She's a high-class witch with no repentance and no remorse whatsoever. She has refused to repent of her sorceries, though I gave her ample time to do so. When God says he has given someone ample time to repent, God is telling you, and you can take him to the bank on it, that he has been excessively merciful to this person in ways that you and I do not know about. And normally, the way God does this is he will repeatedly send messages to this person directly. Like when Daniel spoke to King Nebuchadnezzar and said, King, this judgment from the watchers is a bad one. I'm here to interpret your dream and to tell you, King, turn away from your sin and your pride and do good. When God says he has given you ample time, we all know how patient God is. To everyone who says, Celestial, why doesn't God judge this? Why doesn't God rush in and stop this sin? Why doesn't God save the children? It's because God is a master of timing. God knows when he's going to do his things. And when God says he's given somebody time to repent and they've refused to repent, that means that God has already weighed the whole of that person in the balance and found that even if he waited until Jesus came back, this person would continue to increase in unrighteousness and sin. She will be destroyed for the destruction of my people, which she brazenly does because she knows her witchcraft destroys so many people, but she persists in doing it. She will fall down as a broken idol and be destroyed. So the Lord says that this woman has undergone the sodomy ritual many times, that she has been abused by multiple men. And God says that her husband has had a hand in it that he is fully aware of the abuse and the damages that have been done to his wife, but in exchange for power and for the escalation and rising and notoriety that he is rewarded with, he is fully on board with the things that are done to his wife. He says that this kind of abuse happens to young women all the time in power industries like banking, like marketing, anywhere that women want to rise quickly including the entertainment and the music business. And Hollywood, that place is a sodomite town. That's what they do there. They have sex in the butt. Almost all of them have done it. They line the women up and they sleep with them in a running train. And they have blood on their penises when they finish. And the women are usually broken and ashamed shivering and in a lot of pain by the time it's done. And I actually, I actually saw this being done. The Lord says, as their backsides are burning and clenching in pain, the studio executives will tell them, we'll be in touch. 
And you see how exact the Lord is, because in the prophecy, what you never heard before, part one, this is exactly what I saw being done. I saw famous wives. I'm talking about gubernatorial wives, the governor's wives. I saw the senator's wives. I saw women in the, in the House and women in the Senate, women who are the, the wives of men in those places, men who desire to be promoted, men who desire to go up. I saw that there is a lively trade in the wives, the sons, and the daughters of these men. So if they were a politically motivated man and they wanted to climb the ladder, maybe in the legal world, maybe they wanted to make it closer to the throne of power in the White House, one of the things that happened is what God called the princes. These are the powerful people in Washington, D.C. They would tell you, well, you know, Donna's, Donna's a beautiful woman. And then a little later, they contact you privately and they make the offer. And usually it is for oral sex or it is for anal sex. And God says that's because oral sex and anal sex don't lead to pregnancies because pregnancies complicate things in the world of the famous. Nobody wants a bunch of illegitimate babies running around. And so these two things don't leave evidence because you can't get pregnant in your mouth or your backside. And so that in that prophecy... After they finish doing what they do to the women, what they say is, we'll be in touch. And this is exactly what he said to me, I think it's a year and a half later in a different prophecy, that after they do this sodomy to the women, they tell them we'll be in, tr in touch. And he says, and the word is true. The studios do get in touch and you get starring roles that cement your status and your careers take off says the pain bears fruit after all. But what these people don't know is that they enter, they've entered into an endless cycle where they will be consistently required to pour this blood on the altar of these gods. So it's not the physical gods that will come and sodomize the people. No, it's the handymen of the gods, the henchmen, the men in the top, top power, the Harvey Weinsteins of the day. It is, it is nothing short but a miracle of God that that man was finally exposed for the things that he was doing because insider culture in these places, as well as a culture of intimidation and fear, means that most people, especially the men, would rather die. Please listen so that you can get, you can get God's heart in these messages, especially the older people that are looking at me and wondering, what does this have to do with the new millennium? It has everything to do with the new millennium. You may be surprised, but God actually cares about the generations that have come after your generations. Whatever you guys were facing in your day, the diabolical wickedness that Satan is using to decimate the younger generation is times one million of what the generation over 65 has faced because God was saying that algorithms and social media and this anonymous bullying culture that are causing people's children to commit suicide and to go through so much suffering, it is much worse now. So these prophecies, God is pointing to them because he's letting the adults who are following these people around blindly know that their idols have clay feet, that the person who's coming out all in sparkles at the Super Bowl has done a kind of thing that you would never do, but you're like, wow, the Super Bowl, and you have no idea that these idols are not only suffering, many of them are suffering in pain, but many of them are also under intimidation and they are puppets because God says that once they pour blood on the altar, they will constantly have to refresh that blood. What does that mean? 
they will have to perform these rituals over and over and over again, especially the women. And I spoke of this in the first sodomy ritual where I was talking about the rise of this practice through Freemasonry and through getting into demonic, demonic brotherhoods and demonic lodges in Africa. How a man will do it once maybe to get that bank manager job, but sure enough, after three months in the job, just when he's putting it out of his mind and he's trying to forget what he did to get that job because he really loves the job and he's so good at it, they'll come around and be like, hey, hey, Mpongo, how are you? How's the job? And he's talking about, yes, I love the job. I'm doing great. And they're like, yeah, you know, my brother's, my brother's going to be in town this weekend. And we just, we just thought you should drop by. And now this man is trapped. To keep this job, he will endlessly be required to keep having sex with men. And God says the outcome of it is usually the entry of powerful demonic spirits into a man whose gates are broken because he is doing this illegal type of sexual activity. And before you know it, straight men begin to hunger for men only, and they forsake the natural use of the woman, just like the body said, just like the Bible said. And so God says they have to perform these rituals over and over. And only, he said, usually you have to become a mega, mega star before these people will leave you alone. Predators, he called them. But even then, he said, there's no guarantee that even if you're a major star, the request will not come back. And a woman that the Lord said has done this is Jennifer Lawrence. So the Lord said that Beyonce has been abused until she bled. And that another woman by the name of Cassie, who was with the music executive rapper star, um, I think they called him Puff Daddy or P. Diddy for many years. She was this young woman much younger than he is, was with him for a very long time. And uh, she also began to get that glassy look on her face. But God has redeemed this young woman. She is now happily married with children to a man who treats her very well. And so the Lord says she paid a high price for her fame because the higher a female goes, the more she has to pay. But God says that this woman, Beyonce, has been greatly abused because she is such She's such a star. Here are the things that the Lord says, right? She's such a star that these men, when they're doing this ritual to her, they are greatly enjoying it. These people are sadomasochistic. They're very sick inside. Um, The things that I have to see, if I have to see them, like I said, I'm going to give full expression to them so that it be understood. They're very sick inside and they enjoy humbling. For them, it's very funny to know that a woman that other men are screaming over and wishing, I wish that was my wife. I wish that was my girlfriend. And yet God says they do things to these people on tape to greatly humble them. And then they think it's funny because what the outside world so highly prizes, these men literally treat like trash. And the Lord says that if you look at this woman, her eyes are basically dead. They're like nobody's home. The husband allows it, and he is present when his wife is sometimes put into a mind-controlled state for this thing to be done to her. But he said that often they leave this woman in her right mind so that she can be aware of what they are doing to her. And this is cruelty. Cruelty for extreme fame. Cruelty that comes at extreme cost. This is the sacrifice that women and minors make so that famous husbands can cement their megastar status. 
<clears throat> if a woman is pure in Hollywood, she is likely to be targeted and destroyed. If she is not being targeted, it's because she has managed to strongly refuse and she'll usually pay a price for it in that her career doesn't blossom and she doesn't really fulfill all the gifting and the talent that she has. Or the Lord says that she has a husband or a partner who is lion-hearted, who greatly fights for her and refuses to hand her over for a ritual. Says, I told you, speaking to me, that they are predators, that they prowl around constantly looking for whose wife, daughter, or son they can trade as flesh for the many favors that they are able to offer. They keep their eye out for fresh meat, for the new breed, and they even have spotters to watch among the young stars, male and female, to let them when a new one has come along or when a new one seems ripe for the picking. So come along is you've come to Hollywood, you've managed to get over the working as a waiter phase and whatever, and now you're starting to get a few roles and you're looking good, or word is on the market that you're starting to ask about this high-level accelerated inside track. Let's call it the accelerated inside track. So you started to ask about that and then word gets to them. This one is looking to get in. So this is my warning, says the Lord. Anal sex produces a slave. This thing will make you a slave. To pastors who may be watching this, if you're trying to wonder why this thing is growing like a vine in your church, if you're starting to wonder why um, so many people in your church are coming to you to confide and they're confiding about sexual immorality and you're thinking, okay, there seems to be an uptick. When you ask them what type, they tell you, I'm liking my fellow man. I'm liking my fellow woman. It is because this spirit is extremely, extremely hard to dislodge. And the reason is that once it manages to break the gates of the mind, break the gates of the heart in that a person starts liking it, or if a person actually has suffered abuse as a child, this thing is so hard to pull out of the human vessel. It is so hard. A person will be struggling with it and they will be having just a tough time. And God said it's because it breaks down the walls of the soul and it produces someone who is internally weak. It also produces someone who is tied to the one who did them. And this is why a lot of victims, they go for counseling, they, they go for medication, and yet that uncle or that father or that brother that did this to them is constantly or almost like sort of sitting on the throne of their heart. It's not just because he's an abuser, it's because of the way in which the person was abused. And so the Lord said, this is why you see massive feminization, massive female characteristics showing up in males when they enter into sodomy because their internal makeup is being changed spiritually to make them act and appear as what they're not. This doesn't happen by chance. This is a work of internal spiritual breakdown and weakening of the soul in front of the spirits that control homosexuality. And so God says that these people take a lot of pleasure among the rich and famous. This is not only TV rich and famous. This is, this is a pervasive habit in the upper echelons of society. And this is part of the reason why you see it exploding in the society as a whole, because, you know, spiritually people are not directly, not instantly the 
the result or the product of the leadership that they have. But leadership, like I said, it trickles from the head down. It's a divine order that God has made. When the righteous are empowered, the people rejoice. But when the wicked rules, the people mourn. I think that's Proverbs 29 and verse something. So when the righteous are empowered, righteous righteous habits and righteous pursuits abound in the society. And I was just thinking about that today and sharing with the Lord that we don't need mandates and we don't need, when I say mandates, I'm talking about, um, little sayings that the church likes to grab onto like, Oh, this is our thing. And that is our thing. You know, you don't need things to rally us at the church. If we look at abrogated leadership, we look at how the education system is going. We look at all this sexualized stuff in the school. We look at how sexual sexuality is night leading the nightly news. It's, it seems to be the nation this country is mad with sexuality. And God remarked on this. He said to me, imagine, Celestial, how sad the state of a country when the most important thing to them is what they carry in their underwear. And I was shocked. I was like, Lord, but I fully understood what he was saying. This country is obsessed with sexuality. And then it's, it speaks to, as a culture, where we have gotten now. But if you look before when righteousness was sitting on the throne of America, America was sending missionaries everywhere. America was writing some of the most beautiful Christian hymns. Um, the word of God was being taught in the schools. It was actually a subject, okay? So it was a subject that was being taught in the school. Morality and God's righteousness go hand in hand in that when God's righteousness is taught to the people, there is an increase of morality in the, in the society as a whole. But then Christians began to favor this clique mentality. So, you know, they feel attacked here and attacked there. And then they get together and then they move out of, they move out of the legislature, right? And then they move out of the executive branch. And then they move out of the teaching positions. And then they move out of so many areas of life. They move out of marketing and they move out of the dramatic arts. And then they leave those areas for Satan to multiply. And then those areas become overrun with Satan. And then they say, it's not fair. It's all demonic. And that is because the majority of us do not live our faith right where we are. If you want to be, I don't know, if you want to be a teacher, you should be living your faith. I'm not saying that you have to be yelling God's name in the lesson, but your, our faith can be exemplified in so many ways. So if we move out of certain areas of society and then the devil moves into those areas and takes those areas over, then it's not surprising that those areas become enclaves of darkness. And this is what God is showing. And God is going to definitely do more than just move himself out and say, oh, they're too demonic, so I'm moving away. So um, this is something that is enjoyed in the higher levels of society. This is how they worship and they praise their gods, a favorite ritual and pastime, God says. And the Lord says that men are starting to enjoy this much more than real intimacy. This is why the scripture says that they forsake the natural use of the woman because they lose all interest in normal sex after they perform this ritual. They become more interested in males and the desire for men stirs up even more in them, even in those who first hated it or loathed being part of a ritual. And I shared a dream 
um, in a recent video. I'm not sure if I did it in a video or if it's just on the blog where I... I had I, I had a dream where I was caught on a cross line, two very high-powered men in Washington, D.C., and from the conversation, I was able to hear that one of these men had taken another man either to do the ritual on him, man A did it to man B, or took him to a place where the ritual was done on him, and he was calling him the next day to check on him, and the man was saying, I'm not doing too good at all. I'm not well, I'm not feeling well, I'm not feeling good, and I was thinking, well, why would you? Because your male body was not created for that. But then while they were on that call, sexually, they began to please themselves on both ends of the line. And so I'm caught in this cross line listening to two men doing whatever they're doing to themselves. And this just bears out the Lord's statement that even if they hate it at first, even if the man hates the ritual, the more the man goes for it, he will end up liking it. And this is how many of these male singers end up struggling to hide their sexuality. This is how many of these men, men who depend on appearing as macho men, I'm talking about the NBA, I'm talking about the NFL, I'm talking about everywhere the manliest of men are, where women are like, oh my goodness, he's just everything on a buttered roll. These men secretly like each other. They're secretly into the men that they play ball with. They're secretly into the men that they golf with. They're not interested in women at all. And so God says that one of the reasons that Multiple men will do, for instance, this running train on women or men or children is because when you use this thing in kidnapping, you use it in molestation, you use it in child abuse, human trafficking, rape, it produces a fractured mind slave. It can make the soul of a person crazy, in other words. So it's not just one Uncle Joe molesting a child. What if Uncle Joe, Uncle Tom, Uncle Harry, and Uncle Frank did this on alternate holiday weekends to one child? This is how a young man might commit suicide. It's not enough that his inner gates, his inner spiritual gates are being fractured because his physical gate is being abused. But now this is multiple soul ties happening to one child. A person can can harm themselves because God says this gatekeeper ritual quickly gives rights of entry and ascension into the soul. And so those who want to rise quickly, they do this, but God says that it produces fracturing of the mind. And I noted here that perhaps this is why the stars very often break down. They seem to deteriorate at a much faster rate than other people do. So it bonds people in sin. It is an aberrant sexual practice. If you're doing this in a heterosexual marriage, God says that it is not acceptable. It creates an evil bond between the abuser and the abused, and therefore people in power love doing it to destroy and control others. God says they do it on tape so that the victim can never rebel against them and never get out of their control. And I spoke about this just a few minutes earlier in the video. They threaten a person and they say they're going to release the tape. So you can imagine if you're some famous macho actor, someone who's known for pay playing the sultriest of male roles. Every woman just knows you. People Magazine has been voting you man of the year for like the last eight years. And then they release this tape that you go through this ritual and you're not interested in females at all. The Lord says, if it's a man, his life will be over. His career will be destroyed. Even if that man tries to defend himself, even if he says, no, you guys don't know the full story. This was under duress. 
They told me that I could not get an album unless I did this. No, you don't understand. It was to get the biggest role of my life. And they told me it would be only once. But then when I got the role, I didn't know that they were taping it. And now that they had the tape, they kept calling me twice a year to do it. Or, or they told me that they would release the tape. God says that the man's voice will be overruled and his life functionally comes to an end because no matter what he says, he will not be believed. And so nobody ever takes the risk of talking for fear of the evidence that is being held against them. So then you see how the Lord has more information on this than people, because people will just look and say, burn it all, burn it all. And God is looking at what you say, burn it all. He's looking at the gay child in your house, for instance, right? And thinking people who have glass houses should not throw stones, or he's thinking about your gay cousin, or he's thinking about the things that you did in college, and he didn't burn it all when it was your turn. But now people are like, burn it all. And God is looking, he is looking at the ones who are trapped because God says that Hollywood and the music industry and things like that, these very high ranking places are active arms of the Illuminati beast system. And he says that the things that they're doing there is defiling the general population because it's trickling down through what the people are watching and what the people are excited about. He said it's through um, what people are watching that lust is entering them. Demonic spirits is bringing sexual immorality into their lives. So these places are definitely places, centers of defilement. They are definitely without a doubt churning out defilement that is defiling the nation as a whole and the nations because Netflix is even in India. Netflix is in Africa. Netflix is everywhere. And people do not exercise any form of restraint when it comes to what they're watching and listening to. But God says that these places are also prisons and that many people are caught in there. They are unable to cope with the things that they have done. They are unable to cope with the agreements that they have made. They cannot escape. He says they are prisoners in there and I will come to their rescue in the day that I execute my justice. And this is why I love the Lord. The Lord's justice is can't miss. It means that the cleanest, shiniest person is not going to get away with it. And yet it also means that the person who looks like, judge him, burn him, God is actually going to reveal that this person requires love, mercy, and compassion. And he's not going to do a thing to judge those, person, those people, but will save, rehabilitate, and change those people by his own means. He says, even the ones who are captives of their own making, who can no longer get free. I will come to their rescue. So now, here are some of the names again. God says that a man who turned his entire family over for fame and for ascension is Will Smith. He said that Will Smith turned even his children over, even his wife, and look at who they are today. These are the Lord's words. These are not celestial's words, words saying, look at who they are today, because it's not my business. It is God saying, even the children were turned over for this ritual. Look at who they are today. So if you want to know who they are today, Will Smith's daughter is very male, very macho. Will Smith's son is barely in his right mind half the time, young Jaden, and he's openly gay. God says Charlize Theron, Sandra Bullock, and others like them are people who transgender their children as a way of making sacrifice to the gods that control Hollywood. So uh, another person who has done this is the basketball player, Dwayne Wade. His child is out and proud 
with a brand new name and dresses. And God says they sell flesh in that place. It is a flesh market. You need to know these things, Celestial. And I put it to the watchers of the master's voice that um, we need to know these things together. People who have been sodomized on tape, meaning there is video of it. People who have done these rituals for their career include Kevin Hart, that he has done it with several different men, Britney Spears, Madonna, members of boy bands like NSYNC, two people that the Lord named were J.C. Chavez and Justin Timberlake, Backstreet Boys, he didn't name any of their names, he just said Backstreet Boys, he said multiple black boy bands, he said especially where these boy bands started when the children were very young when they started out, so This is where you're talking about a group of about four or five boys. They come out with an album of about six or seven songs and all the little teen girls are crazy about them. And God says that people don't know what the business executives have done to these little boys before they get their record contract. Or sometimes they sign you to trap you and then they bring these offers of you having to do oral sex with the executives. They do it to you or if the child is very young, they will do it to the child instead of having the child do it to them. The Lord said that the Jacksons were subject to this. It was this ongoing abuse that made Michael Jackson the tortured soul. These are God's words. He said the ongoing abuse shattered his entire persona and made him the tortured person that everyone was familiar with growing up. Michael Jackson sacrificed people for fame. And that is why no one should listen to or follow or buy his music. And this one, I think the Lord told me this about eight years ago, that no one should follow this man, love this man, idolize this man, because this man actually participated in human sacrifice. And it was quite a shock to know. Said that Michael Jackson's concert in Bucharest contained human sacrifice. He made sacrifices of blood to get to where he was. And many of them do this for rapid acceleration into fame. Do not have anything to do with those who sacrifice people. So again, we go back to Beyonce. The Lord says that she is, as I said, involved in dark magic, deep witchcraft, that she is what they call the occultic whore. So like I said, this is a woman who on one hand holds very high spiritual power, but at the same hand is used as a sexual toy or object as part of rituals, rituals that sometimes she might be in control of. So she might engage with one man, multiple men knowingly, or will just be used as a conduit to draw in and bring in the power. And so God says that the studio executives have greatly enjoyed themselves over the years. And the kick for them is because I use quote fingers. She's the most famous woman in the world. And this is just the sickness that is in these men's heart. Um, they do it to humble her and to remind her who is in charge. And God says that her husband is an accessory to the harm that they have caused his wife. The Lord says that this woman sleeps with men and women, that she is not a heterosexual female. She is, in fact, bisexual. And so... He also said that people are worshiping her. Exodus chapter 20 and verse 3, you shall have no other God before me. And so now we come to hopefully very short visions. The first thing I saw was actually the running train 
I saw a line of naked women that were bending over with their backsides exposed to men who were sitting in, what is it? Armchairs, yes, those expensive leathery armchairs. They were sitting fully naked, these men. They were smoking cigars, and these women are made to line up in front of them. So this is, this is young starlets. This is established women in the industry who are being called back for the next ritual. These people are not going to respect star status. To them, you are not a star. You are just on-call flesh. And so these women were made to line up in front of the men, and then these men were abusing them in the backside. And the way that they were doing it is a man would abuse a woman and then just move to the next woman. So they were just interchanging among the women, not even one full act with two people and finish the act. No, you just with a person for a minute and then move to another one and then skip to another one. Sorry for my hand. So this is what I saw. I just saw this line in front of me with these men behind. And this type of sexual intercourse is called the running train. You're just abusing people. That's all it is. Just like the train going at high speed without thought, a train is just moving at high speed is what they do. This type of sexual exchange is extremely dangerous. Please hear me. Sex is not what people think it is. It carries, it carries a blessing when it is between a husband and a wife in a God-sanctioned marriage. But I'm telling you, the price that people pay for engaging in this thing, even the normal way, outside of God's will, it is so high. So imagine when you do it, this way. It is guaranteed to cause confusion. And the reason that it's happening like this is because Satan, the author of perversion, also knows how to destroy. You see, when you go through this type of destruction on the inside, Jesus said that when an evil spirit comes in, excuse me, when an evil spirit comes in and uh, to avoid itself being cast out, what is it going to do? It is going to open the door and it's going to bring in seven spirits more spirits. Did it say seven more spirits like itself? The scripture says it will bring in seven more spirits, more wicked than itself. So it's going to bring in seven more worse type of spirits. And this is how one person becomes open to and subject to so many perversions. You can make a person's soul crazy by subjecting them to stuff like this. You can make a person's soul depraved Meaning now, after a while, you can call this woman back and she will do anything, any act. There, there is no limit now to the mind and to her body because she has already been made. These women are, have already been made to do this kind of thing. And so um, the Lord said that in Hollywood, they call for you by name. These people are living in a great form of fear. They are waiting to get a call. So you could, you could be in the middle of, you could have married your other person, right? You could have married your other star. You could have just celebrated your most amazing wedding and, and your wedding is on the cover of Harper's Bazaar and Vanity Fair. And you could be at the happiest of your life and then you will get a call. And your husband will look at you with the same look that the husbands had in that movie, I think it's Braveheart, when the king could call for anybody's wife before a man is to marry his bride, 
The king had the right of first use to sleep with a new bride. And I think that's why the Scots went crazy in that movie and just said, we're, we're tired of sharing our daughters with you because you are the one who takes away their virginity and you give us used women and we can't do this anymore. So I think that's what that revolution was based on. And God says they call for you by name. And he has told me this many times that they will call for you by name. And that is when you need a champion. You, you either need Jesus to stand up for you, or you need a man of steel covering you and protecting you in your career. And God says that if you say no, you get persecuted in your career. Gatekeepers will try to shut you down the best you can to make sure you never grow and prosper. So they can call you and they can ruin the best moment of your life. You could be in a growth arc. Your career could be taking off. You could be the happiest you could be. It has been maybe two or three years since they called you. And then just to mess with you, just to display power, they can call for you and tell you, yeah, we, we want to see you down here at the studio. We want to discuss with you about your next movie. We want to discuss, and, and you just know where it's going. But God says that despite this, people do grow. So I will speak more about this part perhaps in another prophecy. I don't want this video to be too long, but God was teaching me about something called audience-led participation, audience-led growth. And he was saying that there are some people who wisely use their talent. They know how to move in this area. They grow organically and they use public platforms like YouTube, Spotify, TikTok, Netflix, and these newer platforms that I'm not familiar with. And they bypass the known music studios and they bypass the known movie studios and they grow organically by going direct to the viewer, the way I'm coming to you directly. And then people engage with them directly without the need for an agent, without the need for a, without the need for a studio house, a manager. And then people grow their, um, they get famous by beaming live into people's living rooms without having to do rituals. People see them, they like them, they support them. And eventually these people grow so big that they manage to have great careers, they have options, and they do not need to go through the gatekeeper doors. But God says, it's harder, but it can be done, and many people are doing it now, and bypassing the gatekeeper ritual and the gatekeeper door. So that's one thing they did not anticipate. They did not anticipate more publicly owned areas of expressing your gifts and growing. I saw a vision of many rappers crying. They were sobbing. These men, mostly black men, were sobbing because they had done this ritual and they hated the outcome of it. They hated themselves. When I say hated themselves, I saw men looking up to the sky and weeping, weeping the way that men usually only cry when they have lost their mom. And God was showing me that there's some men who cannot recover from doing this. And then there are, in terms of the grief and the pain, the emotional dysfunction that they suffer. And then he showed me that there are some of it who get used to it and go right into the life. They become black singers, black rappers, or white singers, white rappers, who um, are 100% gay, love the gay life, love the gay attention, but because of their career, they are told, don't show this. Your fan base is women. Your fan base is teens under the age of 20. Um, I mean, teens under the age of 15, you can't show this. And so they don't, but they are fully gray, gay. I saw this cracked heart, you know, the emoji for the broken heart. I saw that in these men's chest, I saw the broken heart emoji and I saw rivers of tears flowing in them. 
They couldn't accept what they had done. They couldn't accept what had been done to them. Some of them had been tricked in these meetings, and then they were raped. And some of them had done the acts um, because they were told it will be only once. But then they did not know that they were being taped, and that is how they got trapped into now having to do these acts again and again. Some of them had done them willingly, and some of them were tricked. And so I saw people experienced mental splits, schisms, and some people ended up killing themselves because of it. The next vision I saw was Will Smith, and he was seating at a gambling table like he was in Las Vegas. He was playing a gambling game, and he was losing at this game, and he was he had his chin in his hand and he was looking at the game, trying to figure out his next move and he couldn't figure out a good move for himself. So eventually he looked at the croupier and he nodded and the croupier had this long wooden stick that they use in Vegas to, you know, to push the chips into the center of the table. The croupier pushed Will Smith's chips, but Will Smith's chips were Jada Smith, Willow Smith and Jaden Smith. And they were sitting on, they were sitting on this gambling table with their knees bunched up under, under their chin. And the croupier pushed them on the table and Will Smith used his family as his bet in this gambling game. And so I saw that people became gay and they went into a life of loving men denying it in public. I saw famous men. I couldn't see faces, but famous men were just kissing and they were fornicating greatly. Bankers, high-ranking people in the banking world, even in the Federal Reserve. I'm talking about men who there's a man standing with a sky view of like the 37th or the 41st floor. People who handle portfolios of a hundred million or a couple a couple million men who are making money move in this world. They have a wife, they have two kids, their kids are in private school or their son is rowing for Princeton or Yale and they have that expensive handbag dog. And yet they also are in love with men and they buy very expensive gifts for these men. So it is not just the openly gay men. And this is what God is trying to say to this nation that Everyone is like, oh, it's just, it's just 0.005 point, half a point of the population. No, actually, this is a massive subculture. And this is why, I, even for myself, I now have deeper understanding of why God is saying, always saying that America is too far gone to save, that America is too far gone to fix. Everybody's like, we could repent. This nation is not going to repent. This is just... Um, this is just a way of people assuaging their guilt and trying to get rid of their fear. And we could repent. You've been sitting here in Christianity for the last 20 years and watching the country go down the tubes. And then all of a sudden, because it's 2020 and someone has come reading out bluntly in bold time, exactly how God says he's going to do the match. And now all of a sudden it's, we could repent. God says there's a massive subculture of men doing it. And as I continue in this prophecy series, you can listen and you can be the judge but he says that they can't confess it because their lives and careers and that sometimes their female fan following depends on being perceived as fully male. I then saw male musicians that were controlled by a piece of paper. So I saw someone waving a piece of paper around and the paper just basically says, you agree to do this and this. And if you now speak about this, if you break your oath or if you stop coming when we call you, your sex tape will be released to the public. Try explaining that to your fans. And the last vision was Beyonce standing on stage at a very big concert. I'm talking about huge 
just thousands and thousands of people. And she was at the height of the performance. This is where she's storming around and the hair is blowing and everything is happening. And the crowd is so alive. The crowd is so hype. There was no sound in the vision. So she, she spun around with her dancers and then she spun around by herself. And then she turned and she pointed the camera at my view, at, at where I was looking. And she started saying things. And what I saw was the fans were hearing lyrics, but out of this woman's mouth in a spiral came golden numbers, golden letters, and golden symbols. So they were coming out of her mouth and just going out into the air in the greatest atmosphere. And the Lord was showing me, do you see that she's cursing the people? She's releasing hexes of witchcraft on them as they're standing there and stomping and clapping and worshiping her on stage. And, and the Lord said, this woman curses the church of Jesus Christ. She hates and curses my name. And for this, I will have no mercy on her for she will not repent. And when he said this, I knew what he was saying. It's one thing for a witch to actively curse Jesus. But to curse his church means that his church is sitting there, buying her CDs, playing her music, going to her concert, and saying she's the queen, she's the queen. That's how she gets to curse the church. Because the, the church is her follower. And so I give these prophecies as I receive them. I can't soften them. They are as I have seen. And I will say what I have seen. And there is still more to say. It is time to open secrets so that people can know the truth and be free, or they can keep bowing down to the gods of this world and be judged for it. All of us have our free will, but truth has to come first to guide people's decisions. After you hear the truth, you have a decision to make. And based on the decision you make, after that comes the judgment. So this is Celestial with the Master's Voice. Thank you for being with me. God bless you. Um, stay tuned to the channel. I will post the videos, videos in wisdom um, as the Lord leads me to tell me where to post them, what platform to post them on. I will continue with this sodomy series because there are quite a few more prophecies on trans cross-dressing, um, the secret subculture. And this is not to pick on men. Um, this is not, God is not picking on men, but I have to tell you that... Mm, a lot of these prophecies from before, a lot of the prophecies 2019, 2020, I've been thinking about this, I've been going over them, and God has been speaking about homosexuality for a long time. Homosexuality constantly comes up in the prophecies where God says, because America is defiantly breaking down his God-ordained rules for sexuality, we see ourselves, there's only people who look like me whatever color they may be. And then there's people who look like Bill out there, whatever color he may be. And yet this country has appointed itself. Listen, Church of Jesus Christ. This country has appointed itself God in place of God to tell people that gender is a construct. It is no longer reality. So a chicken out there laying an egg we cannot say it's a girl chicken. No, we need to find out how the chicken identifies because for all we know, the chicken is biologically able to produce an egg, but then the chicken might find that, think that it's a buffalo. So this is the insanity 
that has become rooted in this nation. And yet we expect that God is going to bring blessing and he's going to bring well done, my good and faithful servants to this nation. There are people in this country that are willing to take $10,000 and $25,000 to take somebody's breasts off. So this person is willing to shave off the outward evidence of femininity to give some kind of apparent rest to the mind. Are we perceiving how far from truth we have gone that we will mutilate the body so that the imbalance of the mind feels peace instead of trying to find out what is the root of the imbalance of the mind, instead of trying to say, where have we gone wrong? How deeply, how many weeks of repentance, how many months of repentance, how many national prayer convocations do we need? to get to the root of why the hearts of our sons want to be with the other sons and not with the multiple daughters we have. And you even see the daughters can't wear clothes these days. They're half naked. They've got almost everything. They've got almost all the apples falling out of the cart and the men still don't want that. The men want other men. These things... What else, but what else but the anger of God can they invite? When we think about these things soberly, when we think about these things, after, after this video was done, you shut this video down, you, you turn my voice off. What is your own conscious mind telling you comes next? God bless you. God bless you. This is Celestial with the master's voice until I see you again. Um, you can find everything you need to know about this channel um, below. If you have been kicked off the subscription, subscriptions, as I said, just resubscribe because YouTube will just keep doing that. And um, if you're not following Rumble, if you're not following BitChute, if you're not following Brighteon, please do follow there so that you can always have access to the videos. Until I see you again, God bless you and goodbye. <laughs>